Alright folks, Romeo and Juliet. Act 1, let's break this down scene by scene, okay, for you real quick. So this is going to be your summary of Act 1 of Romeo and Juliet. Remember, the play opens with two servants from the house of Capulet, that's Juliet's family, talking about their hatred of the Montagues, that's the family Romeo's from. They meet two servants from the house of Montague and a fight breaks out. Benvolio tries to stop the fight, but when Tybalt arrives, things get worse. Now remember, Tybalt, he's a member of the Capulet family. With his line, as I hate hell, all Montagues and thee have at thee, coward, the fight escalates until there's a huge street brawl involving both Lord Montague and Lord Capulet. The fight is eventually stopped when the prince stops everyone, saying, on pain of torture from those bloody hands, throw your mistempered weapons to the ground. He's so angry, he proclaims if there is another fight, Montague and Capulet shall pay the forfeit for it with their lives. Everyone departs, leaving Lord and Lady Montague talking to Benvolio about their son, Romeo, who's been missing all day. Benvolio promises to find out where Romeo has been and what's upsetting him. Romeo reveals to Benvolio that he is in love with Rosaline, but she does not love him in return. What we learn from scene one is that the Montagues and Capulets are rival families who regularly fight each other. Remember, this uh, feud between these families has been going on for centuries. The prince warns Lord Capulet and Lord Montague that if there's another fight, they shall pay for it with their lives. And Romeo, we find out, is in love with Rosaline, okay? Nobody really knew about this uh, Rosaline person, but that's who he's in love with at the start of the play. Or at least, that's who he thinks he's in love with. Act 1, Scene 2. Paris visits Lord Capulet to ask for Juliet's hand in marriage. Lord Capulet thinks Juliet is too young to marry, saying to Paris, let two more summers wither in their pride. What that means, guys, is let her get two years older, okay? She's 13 now. Maybe when she's 15, come on around and uh, we'll let you marry her. However, he later encourages Paris to woo her at a ball at his house. Lord Cabulet sends a messenger to invite other guests to the ball. The messenger who, by the way, can't read. Remember, that's that Peter fellow. He can't read. He bumps into Romeo and Benvolio, revealing to them the ball is taking place and that Rosaline is one of the guests. Ah! So remember, guys, Peter has to show this invitation to Romeo so that Romeo can read it for him. Romeo finds out from reading this that Rosaline is going to be at the, uh, the ball, okay? And that's what makes Romeo decide that he wants to go. Benvolio, of course, suggests that they go to the ball so Romeo can find someone else to fall in love with. Remember, Benvolio was kind of telling him there are many fish in the sea and don't focus on just one woman. Romeo agrees to go, not to find a new love, but to prove that Rosaline is the prettiest, saying, I'll go along, no such sight to be shown, but to rejoice in splendor of mine own. What did we learn from scene two? Well, we learned that Paris wants to marry Juliet, but Lord Capulet wants to wants her to wait two years. We learned there's going to be a huge ball or dinner party at the Capulet's house, and we learned that Romeo and Benvolio plan to go to the ball even though they're not invited. They're going to crash that bad boy, folks. Act one, scene three, Lady Capulet. 
is searching for her daughter who is getting ready for the ball. Now remember, Lady Capulet is Juliet's mother. Together with the nurse, she tries to convince Juliet that Paris is a good match in marriage, praising him and saying Verona's summer hath not such a flower. The nurse talks about a memory she has of Juliet when she was a little girl, saying thou was the prettiest babe that I ever nursed, and I might live to see thee married once. I have my wish, and is also keen for Juliet to marry Paris and be happy. Remember, the nurse likes Paris, okay? The nurse is the one that said Paris was molded from wax. He was this great looking dude. And so at, at this point in the play, the nurse likes Paris. What do we learn from scene three? Well, we learned Juliet is 13 years old. We learned the nurse has cared for Juliet since she was a baby and is very affectionate towards her. And we learned that Lady Capulet and the nurse both think Paris is a good match for Juliet. Let's move on to scene four. Romeo, Mercutio, and Benvolio are on their way to the ball. Romeo is having second thoughts about attending because he's feeling depressed about Rosaline, telling the others, I have a soul of lead, so stakes me to the ground I cannot move. He then tells them that he had an ominous dream. Mercutio tries to convince Romeo that dreams are meaningless in his famous Queen Mab speech, telling Romeo, true, I talk of dreams, which is as thin of substance as the air. And eventually, Romeo agrees to go to the ball. What do we learn from scene four? Well, we learn Romeo might have had a premonition and doesn't want to go to the ball. Folks, another word for premonition is probably foreshadowing. Remember that premonition was, I think this might result in me dying. Okay, he said that in scene Four. Now, remember, uh, Bill Shakespeare wasn't shy to tell us what was going to happen. He told us in line five of the prologue that these two young lovers were going to take their lives. Mercutio also thinks Romeo's dreams are meaningless. That's another thing we learn in scene four. Let's go to scene five and finish up act one. The servants in the Capulet household are getting ready for the ball before Capulet welcomes all the guests. Tybalt sees Romeo and is offended by his presence at the ball, claiming I'll not endure him. And viewing his presence as an insult, Lord Capulet stops him from confronting Romeo. This makes Tybalt feel even angrier, and he vows to seek revenge. Meanwhile, Romeo meets Juliet at the ball, and they kiss with Juliet saying, you kiss by the book. In other words, man, what a great kisser you are. Then they both find out who the other is and are separated, with Juliet remarking, my only love sprung from my only hate. Meaning, how could I be in love with this guy who is from a rival family? And what am I going to do about it? What do we learn? From scene five, well, we learned that Lord Capulet allows Romeo to stay at his ball, showing a much more relaxed attitude to the grudge than his nephew Tybalt, who vows revenge on Romeo. We learn Romeo and Juliet meet and share an instant connection. Their lines together in this scene form a sonnet. And we learn Romeo and Juliet both find out who the other one is. Okay, they find out they're from rival families, and they're not quite sure what they're going to do about it. They're in a conundrum, a pickle, if you will. 
Things to notice in Act One. Let's notice the setup of the opening scene and the conflict between the two households mentioned in the prologue. What could have been the cause of their ancient grudge? Why do you think Shakespeare includes the prologue? And which characters feel most strongly about the feud? Look out for the references to fate and premonitions in the opening scenes. In scene four, Romeo says, "For my mind misgives some consequence yet hanging in the stars of untimely death." What has Romeo dreamt about, and why do you think Shakespeare has given Romeo these lines? Take note of Tybalt's reaction to seeing Romeo at the ball. He seems more offended by Romeo being there than Lord Capulet. Why might this be? What does this tell us about Tybalt's character? What does it tell us about the younger generation in the play? Every single author that's ever written anything in the history of the world is always trying to tell us something, tell us what they feel, or get us to think a certain way about a person. In this case, a group of people. Okay, Act One's important because it sets up the characters, revealing their allegiances. Romeo and Juliet also have a very private first meeting in a public space. What kind of language do Romeo and Juliet use when they meet? What are your impressions of Romeo and his attitude towards love? What do we discover about who is on which side in the feud?